Good morning. I'm up in Aldborough. I'm going to say up in Aldborough in Suffolk. I feel like I've gone up the country on a very rainy grey Monday and I'm here chatting with Claire at Slate. We've been in touch back and forward on the emails and she's been very helpful uh, with my upcoming forthcoming fondue night. So we have been talking fondue online and it's so nice to finally get up here and uh, blow the cobwebs away as I walked along the beach. It is a bit of a blowy day. And uh, we're now sitting in the warm and chatting about fondue, to fondue or not to fondue. Claire, thank you for spending 10 minutes with me. And um, we're going to have a little walk around the shop. Just talk to me a little bit about Slate. Well, Joe, thank you for coming up. Because as you say, it's a horrible day here in Norfolk, so It doesn't show it off to its best. But um, my dad and I set up Slate uh, in 2017. So we're a relatively new um business and we are a cheese uh, cheese well we're cheese lovers enthusiasts and uh, we have two shops here in Suffolk one in Alborough on the high street and one in Southwold nestled just off the high street next to Adnam's kitchen cellar and we also sell cheese online we've got a new website and we can dispatch cheese nationwide which we're very excited to uh, share cheese across the country from Slate so why cheese why, why did you get into cheese so purely through absolutely loving yeah. to eat it okay we're both enormous cheese lovers um both business backgrounds and wanted to run our own business and give uh, that a go but we have no experience in retail um prior to doing slate and so cheese is purely just from loving the flavors that you find in cheese and the different stories behind them yeah uh, and that's for me the big thing with the life with flavor learning about the stories and the stories behind your business stories behind the ingredients so we were talking about fondue and you've been most helpful as i say uh, for the forthcoming supper club this wednesday when we're doing an apres ski evening where the apps are coming to oxted so i'm quite excited <laughs> we've got lots of skiers in oxted so i think it's going to be well attended and you know you don't have to go to switzerland or austria or any of these lovely ski resorts to enjoy fondue cheese of course you can buy it here um what have you got in the way of fondue cheese and the recipe you've talked me through here sure so um we're big fans of uh well actually uh, all melting cheese yes. dishes i think melting cheese is definitely having a moment it's coming um, back i think yeah absolutely there's and i think that's through fondue through raclette through the baked individual cheeses like baking a vacheran or a camembert mm. and just creating like a sort of almost instant mini fondue with a baked cheese our february cheese of the month actually is Winslade, okay. which is a british version yep. of a sort of a vacheran uh, camembert cross and baking something like that is just sounds incredible. nice and they were saying the instagram foodies you know melted cheese looks so well it does on the, on photograph, the photograph very beautifully yes. as well as being delicious um i'm uh, my family and i um really enjoy our skiing and so we have a real weakness for the sort of um french alpine is a, a sort of ski slopes and the apres ski food when you're there just that. a few weeks ago exactly back at christmas time we celebrated actually it was new year we celebrated in chamonix oh lovely and so the recipe that i've shared with you for your forthcoming yeah. evening is um 
a sort of French twist on uh, the fondue recipe, and it's a fondue savoyard. So it's what we would find locally in in Chamonix when we're there. Brilliant. So, um, it is a lovely, delicious blend of three cheeses from yeah. the Savoy region, um, and starting with the the base of all good fondues, uh, with Swiss or French, is the is the Gruyere cheese. Okay. Um, and then the recipe that we've suggested to you is uh, then equal measures of Comte and Emmentals. Mm. Sounds gorgeous. And the magic cash ingredient. Exactly. Uh, as well as uh, some dry white wine to put in a little bit of uh, the eau de vie, so the sort of cherry brandy. It's not, not sweet, but gives it that sort of cut to cut through yes. the creaminess of the of the cheese um is a little bit of quiche okay now for the supper club on wednesday i've been thinking about accompaniments and you've helped me as well we're obviously talking about rustic bread mm -hmm. and there's a bit of a, a game that if you drop your bread in the cheese you have to have a little forfeit i don't know if you've heard about that indeed so whether it's like a drinking forfeit or i've heard even like yodeling forfeit so let's see <laughs> how I, yeah, a good so, one. So, so let's see uh, how out of hand your uh, oh, your, I, I uh, might get, evening um, get the Oxted, um, so yeah. <laughs> Oxted ladies yodeling. That would be fantastic. Um, so obviously there's the bread. So um, bread, yep. And that's, um, as you say, like a lovely crusty uh, rustic baguette yep. uh, ripped up. will be delicious. Um, and then some charcuterie on the side. Yes. Something like uh, cornichons, some uh, pickles i think they're important aren't they because they again cut the, the so richness. it's about bringing acidity yeah. into the meal um so that it cuts through the richness of the of the cheese as you're enjoying that um something fresh perhaps maybe green salad to bring you know, a few little vitamins into yes no, no i am going to do meal. i am going to do um, a nice salad with a zesty dressing i think perfect and it just turns it into a more rounded meal i yeah. think also i don't know if you're planning some uh boiled potatoes yes could um, do but then uh, that kind of gives like a gluten-free option Yes. for people to enjoy their, their yeah. fondue and reflect. And then um, I was thinking about a fruit, you know, uh, grapes, chunks of pear. There was a few nice things that obviously you would traditionally think maybe went with a cheese board. Yes. Yeah. Do you know, uh, um, grapes dipped in fondue yes. is really, really yes. delicious. Yeah, so I think you're right. Any of those sort of fresh, slightly acidic fruits um, that, uh, that complement cheese when it's in, in, in a hard form, I think can work equally well with a, with a baked cheese meal. Now, listening to a, a fondue, I was listening about a podcast actually mm. on fondue, and they were talking about the bit at the bottom of the pan. Yes. Do you remember the name of so it? Because called, I've gone blank. Okay, so um, the, the, the French uh, word for, it's like the, the kind of baked uh, last final It's like the crispy dread, bit on the bottom, it yes. It turns into crisps, and they scrape that out, and they call relisieux, so it's the French word... Um, for uh, for none, and I think it's because they say that's the most sacred bit of the fondue because okay. it's so delicious, um, and uh, it kind of makes like these. Uh, if you scrape it out, like uh, fondue crisps. Have you have you had that? Or? So we, we actually rarely leave enough say. fondue in our pan to make those because we're uh, we're always very hungry and uh, and we'll put down while it's still. Uh, well, I can't guarantee we're going to have any still. leftovers on Wednesday, but um, it's quite nice to yes, to nice, hear about that. Yes, it is. Yeah. If you if you have the bottom left, right. Um, and what about drinking? I know we we've talked about some of the wines. Um, you you don't want to go for big 
lot of liquid cold next to that nice warm cheese you know so I'm thinking you know really you want to stay away from too much beer and juice and water. Yeah it's not really like beers and ciders although actually sometimes people do use a dry cider as okay. the, um, as the, as the um, oh, alcohol in okay. their um, in their fondue and at that point I think you might try yes. complementing that with a, with a cider but generally uh, it's a dry white that's in a fondue and um, that's a really good drink to stick with. Yeah. Um, not usually a red, although you can go down a sort of light fruity red, like a Beaujolais could yes, work. Yes, not too heavy. But it wouldn't be a heavy red. Um, a white wine, um, traditionally it would be um, a, a Swiss dry white, but that they're not readily available over no. here. So it's um, a burgundy, something like a Chablis, perhaps yep. something light. Not a heavy oak, although um, a Chassigny Montreux can also be really nice. Um, because that has tones of hazelnut in which will complement the nutty um, cheeses that yes, come in. Yes, that's the, a good yeah, idea. So you get sort of hazelnuts okay. coming through um, your wine and your cheese there. But generally, a nice light, quite acidic wine, so that again you're cutting through that richness, the creaminess of the cheese. Okay, fantastic. Anything I need to know for the etiquette? So we've talked about dropping your bread in. Don't drop the bread. Um, I, think that's, I think that's about it. Um, Anything else to be done or not to be done? No? No. I think, okay, I think good. You're, I think you've got all the instructions. There. Okay, you're perfect. Right, well, uh, thank you. We will uh, look forward to Wednesday. Um, before I head on my way home, I'd love to have a look around your shop. Please and, do. I'll come um, and give you a little guided maybe tour. Maybe we can take some photos and just talk about some of the other cheeses um, that you have available. Absolutely. I'd love you to tell me about the, the one you're doing for Valentine's, well, promoting particularly at this time of year for Valentine's. That would be great. So we do. We have a Valentine's hamper, yeah. which has some um, a, well, we're saying a romantic selection of Lovely. artisan cheeses. So they're heart-shaped and the two that we have in our basket for Valentine's Day are Godminster heart-shaped cheddar. So that's a vintage organic cheddar from Somerset. Um, it's uh, encased in burgundy wax. People will probably have seen it at Christmas. You get it as a star shape or it's traditionally oh, yes. as a round okay. um, truckle. Um, the, the wax coating keeps the cheese very moist, so it's not a dry, crumbly cheddar. This one is very buttery in texture and very rich and creamy in flavour. So Ooh, a real treat of cheese. And then the other heart-shaped cheese we have is the Neufchatel. Um, so a little bit like a camembert. It's one of the oldest cheeses in France. Its history comes from... Uh, the Hundred Years' War and the local milkmaids in northern France made these heart-shaped cheeses as tokens of affection for the English soldiers. Oh, lovely. And okay. So that, that is our other one. We're, we're putting that with um, some lovely accompaniments, so some fiery, coarse, smoked, uh, with a sprinkling of chilli, uh, some crackers, and uh, chilli jam that we make nice. here at Slate and some chocolate to finish your Valentine's oh, feast. Very good, sounds wonderful. All right, let's go downstairs. Right, we're downstairs in Slate and we're looking at this amazing wall of cheese with Claire. Claire, talk me through what we're looking at here. 
So we are huge champions of local East Anglian cheese, Norfolk and Suffolk cheeses, which are actually relatively uh, little known outside our region because they're all small scale artisan production and uh, there isn't really enough of it to, to wend its way very much further than, uh, than local shops like us. And we've got hard cheeses, Shipcord and Suffolk Gold, they get made over um, by Ipswich. We've got um, uh, the more famous Baron Bygod here, which is the uh, raw milk, it's Britain's only raw milk uh, Brie de Meaux style cheese, uh, which made it to Meghan and Harry's wedding menu uh, last did year. It. And the, um, so that's made up at Fen Farm Dairy, where they also make uh, an amazing uh, raw butter as well, which we stopped. It does look amazing. Um, and then, sort of drifting a little bit further into Norfolk, we've got uh, Norfolk Dapple, we've got Mrs. Temple's cheeses, we've got Binham Blue on the, in the wall today, and Norfolk White Lady, made by Jane Murray. She has uh, it's a sheep's cheese, so she okay. makes uh, a soft sheep's cheese. And then moving on through our through our wall of cheese, we. Um, we love British cheeses, so yeah. I would say we, we tend towards British, uh, but we do have also um, quite a few uh, continental European ones, particularly this time of year because we've stocked up on our Alpine ones. You can see our sort of little section over here. Yes. We've, got the, uh, we've got the fondue cheeses, also Morbier, which is a personal favourite of mine with that beautiful line of ash running through mm. it here. Um, that's a, another Alpine cheese made with... Uh, evening and morning milk traditionally and then they protected the curd that they've made with the evening milk overnight by putting the ash from the fire over the oh, top fantastic. of the cheese so that's a really and um, how would you would you put that on a cheese board or? so that one melts really well but it is it is gorgeous on a on a cheese board so as well. good for a sauce so, so, or yeah, something as well um and the british version actually of raclette um is this one called ogle shield okay so this one gets made down in somerset by sorry the um the cheesemaker Jamie Montgomery, he makes Montgomery's cheddar, which is a traditional cloth yeah. band cheddar, um, with his uh, with one type of milk. And then with Jersey milk uh, from his herd, he makes this, which is British regret from Somerset. Ooh, well, I might have to take a slice for You should sampling. actually, to try the difference yes. between the two would be quite interesting and for you. So many cheddar versions here. I mean, yes. how many different um, So our types cheddars are over here, here, and we stock about three or four cheddars usually. Oh, um, it looks more. So because, um, just different, so different varieties. Different varieties. Yeah. So at the moment, we've got Westcombe cheddar, which we're loving. That's our cloth band, one of the big three Somerset. We've got the Godminster that I mentioned to you um, as our Valentine's Yes, heart. that looks fair. And then we've got uh, cheddar style, we've got Lincolnshire poacher and uh, double barrel, which is the extra mature, um, aged up to almost three years sometimes. Okay. And I'm super excited because on Thursday this week, I'm actually going up to Lincolnshire to visit. Oh, you're and doing a cheese trip. <laughs> I am. We love going out and about yeah. to meet um, cheesemakers. We've been to all the local East Anglian ones and we're now venturing outside Suffolk and Norfolk. And so we're going to get you down to Kent. That yeah, will be the next thing. Yes. We'd love that. Manchego, oh I'm a big Manchego fan. You've got a great selection here. So how many cheeses, how many varieties, do you know? So in general we keep about uh, 40 to 50 cheeses in the, in the wall. It's Very not, it's, it's at the lower end of cheese shop ranges. Often you can find cheese shops with maybe 100, but actually we prefer to keep larger pieces of a smaller number of cheeses yeah. and keep them in really, really good condition. Um, here at SAIT we think it's really important to, to curate our range in, in a way that offers people 
um, an interesting journey through the world of cheese. Okay. And also, we want to keep our cheeses in really good condition. Okay, yes. I mean, so not drying them out. We do keep them wrapped in cling film here with glass oh, wrap them so that um, they don't dry out because refrigerators are, are what, the what enemy is the shelf of life? cheese. Yeah, shelf life. On, I mean, we, we never keep cheese long enough in our house. No, but, no. Um, and that's, well, that's one, of, uh, um, one of my top tips when people yes. say, how do we store cheese? I say, don't just store it, just it. eat it. <laughs> yes. But um, the, uh, the shelf... The, it's funny, cheese isn't something that will sort of go off. No. You know, it's been it's been matured for what this one up here, you know, after three years, it's not of going course. off, is it? But the real the real danger is that it dries out and yeah. it just doesn't taste as nice because it's the it's not how the cheesemaker wanted you to enjoy it because it's dried out. Obviously the softer cheese is like a different case because yes. their moulds can develop in a way that uh, first become unpleasant to eat and then could potentially yeah. um, not be uh, great for you to eat so but hard cheese is really important uh, when you get cheese from a, a specialist cheese shop they would wrap it in grease proof or wax okay. paper so um, that's uh, uh, greased on one side but it allows the cheese to breathe but keep the moisture in at the same time so right. it's carefully designed to achieve that balance so don't keep cheese in cling film at home. Okay, Your so you should really ra- re-wrap it. So you should re-wrap it in yeah. this crunchy yeah, uh, paper nice. that I'm giving you a rustle. Um, and that's important because your cheese will breathe but not sweat. And kind of Tupperware boxes and things so like that. You know, I'm just put your thinking cheese, practically. Exactly, put it into that. Um, another thing which is great actually at the moment, we and we have just sold out of it, is the... Um, uh, the reusable beeswax paper. Okay. So obviously we can't do that here. It's not uh, not on the scale that we grow cheese with. But once you get home, that oh. is also breathable. So um, from a sustainable point of view, bees the beeswax uh, cloth it works well for keeping your cheese. And obviously, as you say, if it's got a um, casing, yep. such a, a natural wrap. wax yep. wrap, yeah, yeah. try and keep it in that as yes, much that as will, possible. Yes. 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 Okay. So, Goodness me. And then you've got some accompaniments here as well, I'm looking. Uh, so uh, to help build a perfect cheese board, we, yes. love, our, we love our companions for cheese. And that's, uh, that's obviously crackers. Yeah. Um, my favourite cracker would be Peter's Yard, the uh, uh, sourdough crisp bread. Um, from, uh, from Sweden, delicious kind of texture, but quite a plain cracker that really lets the cheese shine. Right. And then in terms of things that go with cheese, we love um, honey with goat's cheese. I don't know if you've ever had a really, uh, like a soft, my favorite goat's cheese is this one, Dorsten, made by Neil's Yard Cream over in Herbertshire. A slice of that drizzled with honey Ooh, um, from a from a sort of, you know, far, far away. From a distance. From a distance, so you get a thin, thin layer of honey. Is just a treat. Um, so we've got honeys, we've got chutneys, and we've got fruit cheeses. We are big fans of fruit cheese, mm. which are these loaves. I'm, I'm, I'm just looking here. at yeah. them. Yes. So um, fruit cheese is um, a bit like a membrillo, um, which is the quince uh, Spanish version. We get different flavours here at Slate from a couple of suppliers. We get Medler from the Eastgate Larder up in Norfolk and then the Fruit Magpie down in London. She's a food forager and then um, makes these amazing loaves for us with whatever glut of fruit she has um, been given or come across. And then it's a slice on the cheese board with your... what we think is great is that you can buy... um, So just to describe for people, a fruit cheese is uh, like a set puree of sugar and, and pulp. Uh, the fruit bowl. and you buy it in a slice 
so then you're not left with a jar of chutney no. hanging around in the back of the fridge when you finish your cheese board. So what we love is for people to buy a slice, enjoy it with their cheese, and then come back for another one when they're doing mm, another cheese good board. thinking. Yeah. Now, I'm also quite a fan of chocolate, and obviously we've touched on Valentine's with your... It's got Minster. Minster. So we've got... Your... Um, Valentine hearts that are going in your uh, little hamper. Uh, what do you think about chocolate and cheese? Because good dark chocolate, they say you could put a few, you know, yes, pieces so, on a cheese board. And when I first heard that, I mean, we're going back about three, four years ago that I got into chocolate a little bit more mm -hmm. seriously. And the combinations are incredible. They are incredible. And actually, yeah. when when we do uh, cheese. And wine pairing mm. we also put a compliments on it and there's some great like a dark chocolate um with with the, it's the sweetness and the the salty is that yeah. real sort of like a balance isn't it yes. sweet and salt and you can bring that out with uh, with a good piece of a chocolate and some of the uh, some cheeses oh good well i'm glad we're on the same the uh, other one that's so we, we're very lucky here in um suffolk that we have pump street bakery a yes. pump street chocolate yes. local to us and so we always try their different chocolates with our with our cheeses and their Eccles cakes. I don't know if you know Pump Street Eccles cakes. I've heard of them, yes. Oh, the, uh, the sweetness, but the, uh, the, um, all the raisins yes. and fruits taste incredible. Something like uh, uh, the Kirkham's Lancashire or a piece of good cheddar. They're just, just delicious. Oh, gosh, you're getting me all hungry now. I always do this at like lunchtime. Yes, I know. <laughs> Terrible. I'll be munching cheese all the way home down the uh, motorway. All right, well, should we have a look around the rest of the shop? I'm going so. to have a nose and maybe a bit of shopping and a bit of sampling, I think. Um, it all looks amazing. Thank you.